0: This is the New Earth Lawyer podcast. My name is Geraldine Johns Putra. I'm a lawyer based in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm coming to you from Bunurong country. So I wish to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Now today I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind a lot. It has to do with this idea of the great resignation that you might have heard about. The great resignation being that en masse uh, people uh, of all ages, uh, genders, cultures are beginning to seek a different way of working and are looking to resign from their current jobs. The typical way of being employed, working 9 to 5 or 9 to 6, 5 days a week or whatever um, being tied to one employer is losing its appeal for people, particularly as we've all gone through COVID, uh, the lockdowns, working from home, and we've all begun to do a lot of thinking around how we want to work, um, what what work means for each of us, how we bring our own skills to uh, what we do for a living. And how we bring our energies, uh, devote and dedicate our time and our energies to um, our contribution to society, which is our work. And I've been thinking all about this because, you know, I myself have left a, a role with a large law firm. I did that almost a year ago and set up on my own. So I set up my own solo practice as a lawyer um, and really what has happened is that I don't just do this work as a lawyer in my solo legal practice. I do a number of things. So the reason I'm actually recording this today from my studies, I wanted to to be in the environment where I do all of that work. So not just being a lawyer in my own solo legal practice but also the other activities that I do. Um, So for example, I sit on the governing body of a large public institution. I sit on another advisory board. I do this podcast um, once a week with a guest and once a week also talking to you. I'm also doing another thing. I've got something else in the works around possibly, hopefully training young lawyers. Uh, developing a training program for them in collaboration with another institution. So I have a number of things that I do. And this whole idea of not just having one role, one employer, uh, and the so-called idea of a job is something that is new to me, only started in the last year, as I said. Uh, but also has, has really opened up a whole new way of thinking for me. So you could say that I have a portfolio career. You could say I'm a freelancer. You could say I'm an independent worker. Or you could say I'm part of the gig economy. Right? However you want to express it, I am independent. I don't have a regular salary. I don't have an employer who controls my time and tells me what to do. Um I don't have a superannuation or pension uh, and I don't have perks like a, like health insurance or, or gym membership. But what um, I do have is is freedom and this is what I want to come on to. You know, this whole new way of working um, is, is a shift, part of a larger shift as I was saying, um, away from this whole archaic idea of the master-servant relationship. Now, in law, we have this principle called the master-servant rule. And that is an old-fashioned legal term for the principle that the employer is responsible for everything that the employee does. It's also known as vicarious liability. That is, if the employee does something wrong and causes damage to someone, then the employer actually could be legally liable for that. And this all comes from the idea of the control that the employer has on the employee. The master controls the servant. The servant follows the master's orders and in return gets paid or and or gets food and board from the master. So we're moving away from this whole paradigm, right? Because we we're growing up as as individuals. Um we didn't we didn't grow into adults just to be to go from being controlled by mummy and daddy or listening to mummy and daddy and doing whatever they say, to then having another mummy or daddy, um, in the form of an employer. We're growing up and we're, we're learning that we're in charge of ourselves and that what we want to contribute to the world, we do so, um, from, from our hearts, from our minds, and we contribute that, uh, as, as sovereign individuals. Of course, this kind of work um, has its drawbacks in our modern society because our modern society is still based on uh, you know the old rules, the old frameworks of that master-servant idea. You really have to rely on yourself if you are going to venture into this sort of independent work. You have to be a self-starter, you have to market or promote yourself, get yourself out there form your own networks, you know, develop your business and strategize on your own. And sure, I've had to learn to do that. In my old role, I had other people do that for me. Uh, you know, they basically did so much for me and now I have to do all of those things myself, but it's also an opportunity because it's a blank canvas, right? I get to decide how I'm going to paint that canvas, what part of me I'm going to bring out. And that is incredibly empowering. So it's this freedom to be myself, to express my personality, express my opinion, what I have to offer to the world in the way that I determine that really is the, the single largest benefit for me. Another thing I found about this type of work is that now these are things that more and more people have discovered because of COVID and lockdowns and we are all... Many of us are working from home, whether we want to or not. And that is that it's up to me now to set up my routines. And many people have, have you know discovered this, as I say, and there's lots of advice out there as to how you establish your own routine. Now, the way I do it is that um, I have my own routines. So I, I, I like to wake up in the morning, uh, set, set my work. Day in my mind. So I actually meditate for about 20 minutes and in that time express gratitude uh, for the opportunities that I have as well as, you know, ask for whatever help I need to perform whatever I need to do that day. And then after meditation, uh, I'll go shower, get dressed. Uh, I might do exercise if that's in my routine for that day. Uh, and then I come into my office and I write down all of the things that I want to do for that day. And when I'm in my office, this office is my space, my workspace. You know, so when I'm in my office, I work now. Whatever I might be working on, whether it's in my law practice or whether it's you know working as an advisor to another organization uh, or working on this podcast, you know, this office is my space. And I, when I'm done with the workday, I switch off my computer and I leave it and um, my workday is over and I don't tend to come back into this space. That's just how I do it. So routines are important. Having a place is important. And the other thing that I would say that I've really learned about the difference between having this kind of work set up and having a job is the purpose part of it is really important. Um, So I get to pick and choose what roles I want to take. If I am lucky enough to be offered something or invited to put my name forward for something, then I get to think about whether that particular organization or that group aligns with my values. And anyone who knows me or has followed me knows that I have done this work on determining what my values are and determining what... um, my, my purpose is, which is to create more purposeful enterprises and ecosystems for a happier world. So anytime an, um, a role of some sort is offered to me, then I think about whether that role is going to further my, my purpose. And therefore, what actually happens with everything in my uh, current portfolio of work being aligned with my purpose is that I have a lot of energy and a lot of inspiration to do my work so I do tend to work probably out of seven days in a week I probably work six sometimes all seven but you know it's it's more than five days a week I will tend to do something almost every day even if it's the weekend, I'll, I'll often be sitting down here at my desk and, and doing something that's admin related, but it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> and that's the old cliche, isn't it? It doesn't it's aligned to my purpose, so it doesn't feel like something that drains me. I, I feel completely inspired even to do the mundane tasks because I know that, that those mundane routine tasks are all in support of the bigger purpose. Work takes on a different meaning when you live this kind of life. And then I also have this wonderful opportunity to align, um, meet new people who align with my values. Uh, and I've done that through this podcast. I've interviewed amazing people, um, more than 20 amazing lawyers, and they are like minded. You know, I've made friends of many of them or strengthened friendships with many of them. Because at least once a week, I'm having a chat with someone who's got just a, a revolutionary way of thinking or has an idea that they're bringing to fruition. And I love engaging with this, these sorts of people. These people, I would say, are my tribe, they're my group, they're my family. And that's important because I don't have a ready set group of colleagues uh, to you know all bond with or the fact that we are employed by the same company. Um, but in, but through this way of working, I'm actually creating a more um, eclectic but also a, a bunch of people who are closer in thinking to me. And that's very important because it's really revitalizing to just have those you know, I might once a week. I might actually also, apart from this podcast, I might actually just have an hour Zoom call with someone, um, and you know, hear what they're doing, and then I'll relate what I'm doing, and in that way, we're like each other's coaches. You know, we're actually cheering each other on in whatever mission that we've chosen. It's very powerful, and I'm able to rely on them professionally too. So I can often often rely on my network if I've got a client someone who needs a referral for a lawyer in some other jurisdiction practicing in some other specialization through my network, I can often find a lawyer. And they're often not just lawyers, but really good people who are living purposeful lives. So I'm always glad to refer such people on to, to my clients. So I wonder if in the future we're going to have greater numbers of people taking on this kind of work. I really do think so. I think, as I said, it's part of our growing up as a species that we are really rethinking what work means and w- creating a life where, where there's not this delineation between, oh, I'm living and, oh, I'm working, but bringing this sense of contribution to society into the definition of work and by bringing this sense of contribution we're integrating the work with with our being and it's in that way you know we're not creating this sort of servitude or slavery mentality towards work where we are creating a service and contribution mentality and you know it serves us better to think of ourselves as autonomous powerful beings with self-agency to really be giving to the world the essence of ourselves rather than being forced because we have to earn a living to produce something that someone else thinks that we have to. So it goes to the essence of who we are. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Wish you all the best and I hope I'll see you next week. Bye.